What are the most amazing running and hiking routes in the world? Who did them and how fast? Welcome to the exciting new world of fastest known time, commonly known as FKTs. This podcast is produced by fastestknowntime.com, a website where you find out what's new and cool, plus track FKT efforts taking place right now. On this podcast, we'll meet the remarkable athletes who have established some of the best FKTs, ask them how they did it, and find out what it means to them. And we won't waste any of your time. The Fastest Known Podcast delivers great info to you in just 30 minutes so you can get back to your run, which of course is more important. Welcome to the Fastest Known Podcast. This is Buzz Burrell, and today I'm here with Kyle Richardson. Kyle is 22 years old from Austin, Texas, and recently graduated from the CU School of Music. Welcome, Kyle. Hey, Buzz. How's it going? It's going pretty well. Now, on August 1st, you did a great route, new fastest known time, and a route called the LA Freeway. Yep. So what's up with LA Freeway? Why'd you do it? What's, what's, what is it? All right, so well, I'll just go ahead and describe what the LA Freeway is for those that don't know. Um, so the LA Freeway is linking the tallest point in Rocky Mountain National Park, Long's Peak, and then the tallest point in the Indian Peaks, uh, North Arapahoe or the Arapahoes, um, you're, I guess, traversing this ridgeline between these two highest points. Um, when you drive down into Boulder on uh, Highway 36, it's, uh, it's a very prominent line in the sky. Uh, it's sort of anywhere east, east of Boulder, you can see this line. So it's kind of, it's always up there. You can, you can see it from the top of the first Flatiron. You can see it from the top of Green Mountain or any of the other uh, Boulder peaks. Um, so it's kind of this this iconic line that you can see from a lot of different points like in town that sort of, I don't know, it's, it's, it's kind of the line. Like the, so it's basically just, when you're looking west. When you're looking west, you can see the line. So it's, This is it. That's, yeah. This is the skyline yeah, you're yeah, seeing yeah. when you're looking west. Yep. So it's, it's iconic in that sense. Yeah, you're yeah. always looking at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, always looking at it. And my understanding is, of course, it's very high. Yep. So once you get up there, it never goes below what? It definitely stays pretty much above 12,000 feet. I mean, you start with Long's Peak, which is over, it's a 14er, so it's a, over 14,000 feet. And then you may pop right below 12,000 feet, maybe at Buchanan Pass, but it's pretty much above 12,000 feet the entire time. So Now, what people always ask is how far it is. Mm-hmm. But this, things like this don't measure well in yeah, miles. Yeah, it's, it's hard to... It's, I want to say it's like 33-ish miles, give or take. And I think kind of everyone's agree that's somewhere around 18,000 feet of vertical gain, maybe perhaps a little bit more, depending on which line you take uh, or how true you stay to the ridge line. Um, so, but like you said, those things are kind of hard to measure with a, with a watch, like no matter how accurate it is, kind of can get lost in the technical terrain. So, Well, FKTs can encompass almost anything yeah. from running along a beach yep. to the LA freeway, which is quite technical. Mm. So there's almost no trail except at the very beginning yep. and the very end. Yes. And then you're on this high ridge line. Mm-hmm. So how technical does it get? Well, this kind of I mentioned this depends on how true you want to stay to the ridge line. I think I mean the aesthetic of it is traversing the ridge line proper. So I mean even right off the bat starting up Long's Peak, you have to 
negotiate. Well, you don't have to. You could take the keyhole route, but I think the quickest way to the top is the north face up the cables, which I think most people consider it 5-4. So that's already, you know, somewhat technical. And then as you move throughout the entire traverse, you come across other sections of below fifth class scrambling up to maybe 5-5 five, five scrambling. So depending on which, you know, which route you take on different peaks, I'd probably say the the technical crux in terms of just pure scrambling is probably on Mount Toll, the North Ridge of Mount Toll. Um, could probably find some harder bits if you really would try to force it, but uh, I think that's probably kind of mid fifth class climbing or scrambling for it's not it's not too much like proper climbing, but um, a couple fell off the North Ridge of Toll and died about ten years ago. Yeah, oh really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, <laughs> good thing you didn't know it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess that's a good thing, you know. Well, it's interesting because FKTs, again, there's something in it for everyone. Everyone can find their their place Mm -hmm. in the world of FKTs. And you found your place here in a pretty technical route, rather than just a pure running route Uh or a really long-distance hike. This is what we sometimes call a scramble. Yep, yep, totally. Mm -hmm. And are you particularly uh, good at this, or why are you drawn to go up there? Because you're using your hands. Oh, totally, and yeah. you're exposed, and you're mm-hmm. doing a lot of rock hopping. Um, well, like, it's the LA Freeway is something I've thought about for a long time, at least, at least when I first moved to Boulder uh, for college. But, you know, it's not something, it, it's hard to just jump in to do. Like, you have to really be confident in your skills. So spend a lot of time scrambling in the flat irons, you know, scl- scrambling, like, unique peaks along the traverse, learning the traverse, linking up parts of the traverse. So really getting to know it helps be able to link the whole thing. And then like, finally this summer I was, okay, I'm ready to you know, give it a shot. So it's, it'd be really hard to just jump into it. So I think like honing your skills, like practicing this type of stuff is definitely like a good key to, you know, having success or, you know, completing the line. So. Well, that's a really saying a lot about FKTs in mm-hmm. general, isn't it? Like yep. you just, said that you had to learn. Mm-hmm. You had to grow, you had to become a better scrambler, and you had to learn the train. You had to learn about this place where you're living. Yep. It's not just showing up at a race, someone says, okay, 6 a.m. start, go this direction, follow mm-hmm. the arrows. And it's a cardiovascular test. Yeah, this, yeah. you really had to learn. Yeah, like you said, since most of all of it's off-trail, doing, doing the route with no previous knowledge would be extremely difficult. So it's putting in the time, linking the different peaks and really knowing like okay when I'm on this section of the ridge like I need to kind of skirt around the east or like no this side or I need to go around the west or you know knowing just exactly what to do makes it well relative I mean it's not easy but like when you give it the like the full go you like you feel confident because you know where to go whereas if you had no idea you'd end up wasting a bunch of time and it could be frustrating or you know just mentally taxing to try to like navigate complex terrain mm-hmm. but if you know it going into it, you, you feel confident because you know exactly like, okay, this is, I don't have to think about it. Like I can just go like, nice. so that, that's, I think that's really key. Like, nice. And what was your time? I think it was 16 hours, 28 minutes and 53 seconds. So, uh, basically 16 and a half. Yeah. And Matthias Mesner was just at, under 17, right? It was like 1659 or something. Yeah. So you're 30 minutes. Yeah. And yeah. Matthias, and <laughs> yeah. Matthias is a strong fellow. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, I think he definitely came into it with the same mindset. He had he'd scouted a bunch of it. Uh, yeah, and he's just super fit. Like, has a bunch of, you know, fastest times in the flat irons. Like, everyone, he's kind of like, 
everyone in Boulder knows that yeah, Matias, he's fast. So it's like, you definitely set the standard. And I was like, I don't know if this is going to happen. Like, I mean, so. <laughs> well, congratulations. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah. And so I imagine, as you describe it, the process mm-hmm. was, was somewhat satisfying. Oh, totally. To understand this part of the country. Definitely. No, it's like, it's my, like my home mountains. I spend the most time in Rocky Mountain and the Indian Peaks. So it, it just, it makes sense that this is like a project that I'd want to pursue. So, you know, Nice. Yeah. Well, help us out here. So what kind of gear did you use on this? 16 and a half hours. Mm-hmm. So I kind of, you know, thought about the style that I wanted to do the, uh, the freeway in. I first considered unsupported, but due to the lack of water on the traverse there's no there i didn't encounter any water on the ridgeline proper so in order to you know fuel up for water it would mean to drop down into the into some basin and fill up at a lake but that just didn't seem like if i wanted to do it fast like carrying you know six liters of water on my back that would you know it would slow things down so i kind of talking to friends and uh, I kind of decided that you know self-supported sounded like a good idea um, you know allowed me to move a little quicker so I ended up stashing three liters of water and some food at uh, Pawnee Pass and Buchanan Pass both yeah both mm-hmm. so I had all of the the fuel in like a dry bag and ended up like hiding them in the rocks to like keep the marmots you know tucked really nice in the rocks so the marmots couldn't you know like take my uh, fuel cash um, so that ended up working perfect. I mean, I'm not going to lie, I was definitely thirsty by the time I got to Buchanan Pass, but knowing that I had three liters of, like, chilled water, like, it was it was pretty nice. I mean, it, it worked out perfect. And, uh, nice. So, yeah, yeah. Nice. Good, good style choice. And, yeah. And that's how FKTs work. You mm-hmm. pick the style mm-hmm. that works for you. Totally. That makes the most sense. That's mm-hmm. the most, if I may say, elegant to yeah, it. Yeah, 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 totally. So some people like to say, well, unsupported is the only way to go, yeah. et cetera. Eh, you self-supported, which mm-hmm. means no one came up there and gave you anything, which yeah. would be called supported. Yep. And self-support means you supported yourself. Totally. And that enabled you to travel fast and light totally. and maximize your potential and enjoy it. Definitely. And of course, when it goes into the fastestknowntime.com website, mm-hmm. It'll say self-supported. Yep. And that's that's just terrific. Yeah, yeah. No, I carried. Uh, you know, that's, yeah, it's great. I carried everything in my Ultimate Direction uh, 4.0 Mountain Vest, which was perfect. Uh, and I, when I got to these uh, fuel caches, I would I drank all the water and I had them in like a soft, like kind of as a hydro pack soft like flask that held three liters. So I drink all the water and then I would just roll it up and stick it in my bag. So I didn't like leave, I didn't leave anything behind. So it it still was light. So, you know, I'd eat all the food, drink the water, then stuff it in my bag, um, go to the next one, you know, and do the same thing. So by the end, I could, I'd retrieved all my, uh, you know, all my gear cash, which I mean, very clean. Yeah, 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 very clean. Yeah. Nice work. Yeah, yeah. Well, what did you what what stood out for you on this? <laughs> Probably a few things. Yeah, no, there is there is definitely like high points and there was low points. Uh, I guess just kind of on the surface level, just you know, seeing all that terrain in one day is like it's pretty amazing. Cause I mean, I've seen like different parts of it, like oh, and like short outings here and there, but linking all of it and seeing where you've come from, you like by the time you get to South Arapaho, you can see Long's way in the back, and it's like wow, like I covered that much ground. <laughs> that's so that's the, true. You're yeah. standing 
on the finish and on the start. Yeah, yeah. And you could see, see the start. The whole the route. Yeah, the yeah. The whole route is, is, and it's kind of a little bumpy there. Yeah, no, totally. It's like intimidating, but also at the same time, it's super exciting because you're like, I'm doing it. Like you get to cover all this terrain, so that's kind of like. Just to like think back, like when you're in east of town, you can see that line, and to like be like, oh, I'm going across that like right now is pretty crazy. It's like a it's a good feeling, um, and then I don't know. I had some low points, like it it just you know naturally got tired and like kind of stopped eating because the altitude. So I like I remember going up the North Ridge of Paiute, which is I think one of the two most complex parts of the the uh, whole traverse, and just was you know, kind of out of it, really tired, just like, I was like, really worked, and uh, got to the summit of Paiute, and I was like, okay, like, just, keep, you know, keep moving, and I got to the north ridge of Toll, like, like I said earlier, I think that's like the scrambling crux, and... Uh, but then right after that's Pawnee Pass. Yeah, then you have Pawnee, and uh, yeah, yeah, then I have my, I have my gear uh, cache coming up, but still, like, I just kind of, like, was out of it on the north ridge of Toll, and just went super slow, kind of, like, got lost a little bit, just... I have my route super dialed, well, and I just couldn't really remember it uh, when, when I got to the, the scrambling part. So I ended up slowing down, and I was kind of like mentally defeated and defeating. And I, you know, got to the summit, sat down for a second, and was like, okay, like, you need to, like, you know, not get like too emotionally low, just, you know, stay, stay steady and just get to your next, like, year cash, and then kind of like decide how you feel there. Like, don't, like, let any thoughts of like oh I'm gonna bail or like any of that like try to creep in just you know keep moving one foot in front of the other and like after toll it's up to Pawnee Peak and to Shoshone is all just pretty much like talus so it's 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 kind of it's a nice break but then when I got to uh, Pawnee Pass and I just downed two liters of water instantly and just forced myself to eat I, I immediately feel like I felt way better and uh yeah I was like I felt like renewed and I just kind of like charged through the, uh, you know, around the chessmen to Apache and then. And that, that, that's hard terrain. Yeah, no, that's hard terrain. The but chessmen yeah, yeah. is arduous because yeah, you're just yeah. going in and out. Yeah, around. totally. And then, of course, you have Navajo, which yeah, got yeah. that nice little summit block. Yeah, it was super nice. And then the descent off Navajo is terrible. It's just like the, the worst size of rocks possible that just like crumble into your shoes. Um <laughs> And then the final stretch, the home stretch from Arikari to North Arapahoe is also really like complex. And I, that, at that point, I was just tired because I'd been moving for 15 hours. Um, but I knew, I knew at that point like I was going to finish it. it was st I was still unsure if I was going to get under 17, uh, like under Matias's time, just because, yeah, I was just moving so slow. But, you know, when I hit the summit of North Arapahoe and then did the traverse over to the South Arapahoe Peak, uh, I was like, okay, I just got to run down from here, which is still not like, it's steep. And like, I mean, after moving that long, it's like your legs are kind of like, they're definitely feeling it. So, um, yeah, it's just like, I would say like, yeah, to kind of summarize that is the high point of just kind of being out there in the mountains and kind of like going for a line that I've always thought about. And then the lowest points were just kind of like, the, you know, like just the, like how tired I was and like, but that's I think good you've uh, done a classic FKT description. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's set different from the race. Yo, totally. There's no one standing there saying, "Come on," yeah, cheering yeah. you on. You're not coming into aid no. stations with your family cheering you on and handing you a cookie. Yeah, you're by yourself. Oh, totally. I saw someone on the home stretch when I came down from Blongs, and I saw Joe Gray on top of South Arapahoe, 
and the whole and I didn't see a single person the whole <laughs> like wow. fourteen and a half hours or something. I didn't see a soul. And you were within sight of Denver. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah, I couldn't see Denver because it was so smoky. Which definitely, I was the next day in my lungs and throat. I could definitely feel the, like kind of the. That's the smoke. forest fires in California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were. Towards the end, I mean, it was like it, the smoke just kind of blew in. Uh, and I was like, wow. Like, I mean, right. It was definitely. Right. Well, that, do you think it takes a particular mentality to do that type of FKT in that there's no one there? Yeah, yeah. It's just you, and you're above Timberline. Yeah, you're yeah. by yourself. Yeah. And so you kind of, of course, you, you graduated from the School of Music with a degree in percussion, and mm-hmm. drummers are known for being a little odd. So yeah, yeah. Does, does that help? Uh, I mean, maybe, like, it could help, like, potentially distract me from, like, because <laughs> I'm, like, thinking about music or something like that. But, uh, no, I think it's, I feel like I sort of, I'm not really thinking about it too much. I'm just, you know, trying to execute and then just sort of, like, wow, like, this is pretty spectacular that I'm in this place and I'm, like, able to, you know, my, my body is, like, uh, is allowing me to do this. Is like, it's pretty, it's yeah, I'm, like, grateful that I, I could do that. Like, nice. It's, it's well, a couple of things here, Kyle. FKT Action is just amazing. Mm-hmm. On our website, we're getting around three submissions each day. Oh, wow. Yeah, from yeah. around the world. It's, it's, it's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, you're looking at this and going, whoa. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I mean, I kind of want to just drop what you're doing and go do what they just Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any thoughts for people, any advice or any thoughts for, you know, potential people who want to go do something like this? Yeah, I think we sort of touched on this earlier. It's, you know, putting in the time to, like, be competent in your, like, with, like, the the skill set that's required to do different objectives. Because, I mean, not every FKT involves, like, scrambling. So it's just, like, finding what inspires you and then putting in the time to really learn that route and kind of respect the route and um yeah just it's just like the the practice that goes into it it's sort of like practicing the drums like you're con- you're always trying to strive to be better it's like you're never going to reach the point like just because i completed the, F- the la freeway doesn't mean oh i'm like done like you're always still learning trying to you know learn the mountains it's because kind of like there's a bunch of similarities there like always trying to get better so identify your objective yeah yeah develop the skill set for skills. that particular objective yeah and then, if needed, learn the cruxes. Oh, totally. And practice the yeah. cruxes. Yeah, that's no, that's key. Uh, it's definitely to be successful with the with the LA freeway. It's yeah, it's just knowing it. Otherwise, it's it, it's just going to go slower unless you're just on another level. Which I think there's people out there that can do that. So it's not, you know, it just depends. <laughs> it depends. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, well, what's next for you? Uh, well, in the, the immediate future, I'm running the Pikes Peak Ascent oh. on, uh, this, I guess, this upcoming Saturday on the, uh, I guess that's the 18th. Mm-hmm. And then in the fall, we got some flat iron objectives. Um, and then nothing. The links or just some quick times on it? Oh, uh, yeah, I think I want to do like the, give it the Confecta shot uh-huh. and the all up ascents version and the buzz style with the down climbing the second and fifth flat iron. I think that's pretty sweet. Uh, Good. Matias has the FKT for the all. He does. The sense of the... So you're, you're just chasing Matias Yeah, yeah, no, just chasing uh, Matias' <laughs> FKTs down. No, I mean, 
And then, yeah, that's kind of not, nothing too too much on the agenda. We'll see. I have next summer. I'm tossing around some ideas, perhaps. But we don't want to talk about no, those. no, no. Other no. other people might come and poach your ideas. Yeah, yeah, no, so, no. Uh, this would be way too early to yeah, announce. Yeah. And the way to handle that is like a week or two yeah, before yeah, you do it. Totally. Then, then you announce. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. It doesn't leave anyone any open. No, right? I'm just giving them something to the, you know. Something to worry yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like, it's in my, there's something like in my head. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> good. There's something in your head. Yeah, and yeah. Next year, we're going to find out yeah, what yeah, it is, totally. aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, Kyle, it's, thanks for coming yeah, in. Yeah, of course. It's good and to uh, congratulations yeah, on that you. project. I think you've explained it really well. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for having me. All right. I hope you've gotten some good ideas for your next big run. Subscribe to this podcast so you can find out what's cool every week. It will be delivered to you each Friday. And definitely go to fastestknowntime.com to read the notes from this show and ask questions or make comments on what you've heard today. There are FKTs being reported daily that are incredible, but you maybe have never heard of them. So stay up on what is happening on this website and follow us on Twitter, the Gram, and Facebook. Many people have thanked us for this work, and you can too by clicking support this site at the bottom of the webpage. Tune in next Friday. It's going to be fast and good.